And now, I'd like to introduce our special guest. Joining us via Zoom, all the way from Eugene, Oregon. Or depending on what part of the country you're from, Oregon. I'm sure that's something that Barry will complain about later. He's our friend, a former Ohio resident, and an award-winning journalist. Let's give it up for Brian Bull. Hey, everyone. Yeah, thanks for having me on your podcast. Oh, glad to have you, Brian. Hey, glad you could make it, Brian. Hi, Brian. Glad you could make it. So as most of you know, I'm a longtime journalist who's committed to dispelling falsehoods and propaganda, i.e. the real fake news, quotation marks, that's saturated social media and maybe the occasional podcast. Looking at you, Joe. Rogan. Whew. So anyway, I'm going to quiz you blindsided hosts on headlines. Some are real, some are made up, and it's up to you to figure out which is factual and what's fake. Let's do this. All right. That's the spirit. All right. First one. <clears throat> soup fin sharks endangered because people hunt them for shark fin soup. And then Ukraine blows up big Russian tanks with little drones. Teacher fired for reading... I need a new butt to students. <clears throat> Lizard people to conquer Earth's governments by 2024. So, what do you think so far? Definitely the lizard people won. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Well, disappointing. Let's try again. World's oldest fossilized turd came from sick Viking. Anti-vaxxers claim urine protects against COVID-19. Lizard people, not only Earth's greatest threat, but the most cleverest and beautiful. Wait a minute. If it's not the last one you just read... Quiet, insignificant, and only human. Brian, well, you're kind of being weird. Not in the fun Eric Andre way, either. <sighs> Honestly... I can't believe your meager little warm-blooded brains can't recognize the majesty and inevitable dominance of the Lizard Imperium when we enslave you humans and process you into our nurturing space ration energy bars. Hey, sorry I'm so late, guys. My, my car wouldn't start. It was like <laughs> covered in dead crickets and shredded snakeskin of all things. Hey, it's another Brian. Ignore him. Listen only to me, your master and conqueror. Hey, who the hell are you? What are you doing in my office? Why are the cats slithered in barbecue sauce? That's kind of weird, two Brian's fighting each other. Guess we're the ones blindsided. Who do you think's going to win? My money's on Brian. Which one? Oh, yeah. Hey, that Brian has a zipper running down the back of his head. Other Brian, pull on it. How dare you unmask me, foul human! Oh, ick! It's a lizard clone of me! Reminds me of that V show. Anyone else remember that? Definitely. V for victory. Lizard people eating gerbils, though some were kind of hot. Are they still fighting? Again, my money's on Brian! Lizard Brian or human Brian? Oh, um, I bet the lizard Brian is the one the client is fighting best, so uh, I guess... Get out of here, lizard me! You're terrible! Looks like human Brian has chased the lizard Brian out of his space. Hey, Brian, welcome to Blindsided. Your evil lizard clone had us going for a little while. So, lizard people, taking over? Seriously? Uh, oh, yeah. Faked moon landing, flat earth society, QAnon, that, that's all crap. But lizard people? Don't you doubt it for a second. Those scaly bastards are the real deal.
Welcome to Blindsided, Brian. We've got uh, a full house here today. To my left is Davy G, also known as Davy G. Uh, we've got Joe. We've, we've got Scott. Hey, and we've got Barry, Gary, Larry, Jerry. <laughs> All right. I don't um, know who that is, but hi. So for those of you who don't know, Brian used to live here in Ohio with us. Um, he's a good friend of us. He moved out to Oregon for some unknown reason, just so maybe he can get some accolades and some awards. Brian is a pretty nifty journalist working for KLCC out in Oregon. Uh, I saw you tweet something out today. I uh, won some accolades from the Oregon Society of Professional Journalists. And the week before that, it was uh, the regional Murrow Awards for some pieces I did. So, yeah, I mean, you're pretty familiar with uh, Murrow Awards at this point, right? Uh, yeah. So I'm sure you could answer some questions about Edward R. Murrow for us. Oh, excellent. (laughs) Uh, where was he born? Um, probably in a hospital. (laughs) Uh, that would be Guilford County, North Carolina. Um, That was my second thing. You interrupted me. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's see what else we got here. Where did he die? On his back. (laughs) What did he die of? I think he died from complications from lung cancer, actually. Uh, well, you I, know what, Brian? You won't hear this. Oh, I know. Go on. But you didn't get a correct answer, noise. Woo-hoo. Murrow was constantly smoking at a time when people didn't really question the uh, long-term health effects. That's kind of a tragic end to uh, an otherwise great journalist. But yeah, always uh, perpetually puffing away there. What else can we ask you? What was his weekly radio show called? Ah, uh, no, don't. That's not the answer. That's me straining my brain. It was called Hear It Now. When it went to TV, what was it then called? Uh, the hint is boy, in what I, I just told you. I should have crammed for this. This is painful. Uh, it became See It Now. Okay. See It Now. I could have okay, answered that. That makes sense. Who did he famously attack on his show, See It Now? Joseph McCarthy. Oh, yes. So you know some of this stuff. Yeah, um, the red-baiting senator from Wisconsin who was uh, later censured for his reckless campaign that destroyed a lot of careers. I don't want to get sidetracked, but he physically attacked him or just like verbally? Verbally. Okay. Yeah, he, he didn't ask him who, who would win in a fight question, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> um, Edward R. Murrow or Joseph McCarthy? I, my bucks would be on Murrow. I'll give you one more. What did he receive from President Lyndon Johnson in 1964? Uh... A mirror award? No way. The Presidential Medal of Freedom. Brian. That was my second guess. I was going to say that Crocodile Dundee handshake. Are you sure you're a journalist? (laughs) Is this lizard, Brian? Uh, I have been blindsided. I don't see how you could win like 30 of those awards, Brian. East Coast and West Coast and not like research who's giving it to you. I am hanging my head low. I will tell you one thing I do know about Murrow is that he went to Washington State University, the journalism department named for him. It's about 45 minutes away from my hometown. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I read one of his books, too. Well, anyway. Uh, well, obviously. <laughs> <What an> autobiography. <laughs> well, I have horrible memory retention. Was it Murrow so, in Wonderland? I just beat up a lizard man imposter of me. Give me a break. <laughs> this is Gary. Uh, uh, people are saying that the Edward R. Murrow Award is to journalism what the MTV Movie Awards are to film. How do you respond to that? <laughs> um, having never been nominated for an MTV Award, I don't think I can make a fair comparison. But I would say that a Murrow is a pretty uh, prestigious award in broadcast journalism, so I am happy with it. Uh, just so you know, Barry's a little salty because uh, the script you sent over had him named Gary. And I saw it, and instead of doing what I should have done, which is find and replace (laughs) Gary with Barry, I just left it because I knew it would. I I knew he would. He would comment on it. We've had a great time with it all week. I thought that the skit actually needed someone named Gary, so that was deliberate. (laughs) Yeah, about that skit. So I heard me, Brian, Brian's alien counterpart, Gary, and Andy. (laughs) I heard you occasionally scout. What was that other dude? Well, you know, I, I, I have this reputation for being a little bland and robotic. Yes. So I went with it. 
I looked up a like a voice translator online. Like you did like a robot. Yeah. Robot. So I, I copied, robot Scott. I, yeah, I copied and pasted this stuff into a voice translator and uh, or text to, Yeah. Here's here's how uncreative he is. So he gave me three voices, which is I was I will say kudos Scott. That was creative. But <laughs> one was him. One was a robot, which, you know, obviously used the translator. One was an Australian accent, but Scott didn't attempt to, like, do it himself. He, he used some sort of robot online Australian translator. <laughs> so even that's things. like, good day, mate. How are you? Shrimp on the bobby. That's, that's not a knife. Good day, mate. Welcome to Down Under. This is a knife. Uh, so what what else do we have for Brian today? We got another question. Is it true that you have been quoted as saying that Hillbilly Elegy was written about all the people that you used to know when you lived in Ohio? No. <laughs> it's just some I of them. I can't say no. Okay, okay, okay <laughs> follow up. I claim to that quote. Follow up question. Do you think you're better than us? <laughs> no. I think, we, I think we all know that's I'm true. I'm on your podcast. <laughs> I, I think Broadsided is one of the best podcasts out there. <laughs> I liked it when you guys talked to the person about the stuff oh, that they that. did. I love that episode. That was my bit, by the way. Yeah. So uh, what was your favorite episode? I, I think the one with the know-it-all commercial is probably hands down your best set. <laughs> really? That's that's very specific. Whoever made that commercial that. should be brought back. I, I just uh, – Laughed uproariously. No, uh, now I see the. Connection. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think the uh, discussion about Joe naked wrestling spider monkey style uh, former president was uh, a particularly compelling visual image and and arguably a way to unite a, a country divided. I think this actually needs to happen, and I hope that you guys figure out a way to bring that event so that we can all witness it and appreciate it for what it is. I'm glad you recognized the larger meaning behind that bit. I still sometimes oh. wake up in a cold sweat thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that... that. One of those two people will do anything for money. So I think we can make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually did have a question for Brian. Serious question, yes. Brian. Many of us has, have heard your voice on NPR radio, right? Yes, we're done right. Crazy. Which I'm allowed to say, right? Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. Um, if not, we can just go boop. Yeah. On ER. <laughs> like um, as a swear word. Yes. <laughs> So, like, what's the coolest scenario where, like, you were in, you know, with friends or family and, like, you went up to somebody and, like, ordered something or talked to somebody and they're like, hey, I recognize that voice. And they recognize you just from your voice. Boy, that happens about every other week in some instance or another. But I think I was in a Barnes & Noble in Ohio, it's the one down off of um, what's the one off of the highway, uh, just a little south or nor a little north of Twinsburg. So, and we were just checking out, and I was ordering a couple uh, books, and I was also ordering a, a couple coffees for me and my wife, who was there with me. And the barista just kind of stops and says, "Can you say that again? Can you order that again?" <laughs> And I said, okay, yeah, two lattes or whatever and, uh, you know, shortbread. You're the guy on Idea Stream. This was back when I was still working at, uh, there in Ohio. And she was impressed. She uh, got a selfie of me and uh, said she would post it on Twitter, which I don't think I ever saw. But it was still kind of cool. Well, now that we've talked about Barnes & Noble, can you come up with a commercial on the spot for them? <laughs> we need sponsors. We need sponsors. <laughs> Andy's Barnes, really bad at it. He only yeah. says bad things yeah. about these people. Barnes & Noble. <laughs> We've got books. People still read those, right? It's good enough for Brian Bull. <laughs> I and can't top that. We've got cat calendars. <laughs> we now, sell candles. <laughs> that, was a, that was a great story, Brian, but the only problem was you were with your wife. And as much as we love your wife, I mean, like, I mean, was she really impressed? I think she was dazzled. Yes, really. Oh, she, you can still dazzle because her. not because not anyone recognizes uh, her voice out of nowhere. So she said, "Oh, that's so cool." But <laughs> Brian, uh, I know what oh. that's like now. You know, I can't go anywhere without someone saying, "Oh, aren't you that guy in that lottery commercial?" That was an awesome commercial. I think that's the highlight of your uh, 
What 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 do uh, actors have? Um, we have portfolios, or we have tear sheets. What what do actors get? Reels, I, I, reels. Yeah, I get reels. That that should be top of your reels list. That was just brilliant. Oh, thank you. Was that filmed in someone's actual basement, or was it a set? design? No, that was a set design. There were three sets that day. That was mine. Wow. Did you go keep anything from that, like the guitar, or? Uh, I broke the guitar, um, and I I'd smashed all the. They gave me the photographs from the uh, the commercial that I was in. Oh yeah, no, that, that's that's the best. I thought I was going to take one of the fake albums, but then I was like, eh, what am I really going to do with it? Did yeah. you smash that, that that guitar in one take, or did you like uh, f it up and then? Like- I f'd it up. They had to retape it with black tape. I f'd it up some more. <laughs> I I smashed oh. that when I smashed that uh picture frame. Yeah, they said, all right, try and do it in one take. The the wall was fake, so don't hit it too hard because you don't want to put a hole in the wall or knock the wall over. So. I got it square center on one take. Didn't hurt the wall. Smash that baby to bits. That was that was the only take they did on that smash. What a pro! Yeah. Wow. I don't. I don't mean this as a criticism, but you could tell that you weren't putting everything into it when you were swinging the guitar at the coffee table. Like you were just kind of like being real that, easy with. That it. was their instruction because they right. they I were figured. like, we don't want you to get hurt. Right. And I was like, they were like, we'll do it. And I was like, no, I want to do it. So that was the compromise. They were like. Don't go full force because we, we can't put you in the hospital. Was it was that glass, the coffee table? No, it was wood. Okay. So it just bounced right off of it. If I was swinging that guitar, I would have probably knocked out a couple production assistants and uh, had been 20 takes at least before I even hit the target. I would have gone like all the who over that, <laughs> over that coffee table and that set. They would have been like, hold it, Andy, hold on, hold on. So you, you shit out of that with my guitar. <laughs> you take Uber to that concert? I do what? Would yeah. you take Uber? Hey, I take concert? Uber. Hey, David, <laughs> listening. Shout back to the last episode. Um, <laughs> so speaking of the wrestling, you like Joe's spider monkey thing. I think Joe had a question about wrestling. I do. I switched up the wrestlers. So, okay. Brian, I want to know who you think would win in a fight between Paul Harvey and Walter Cronkite. <laughs> in their prime. Not now, and they're they're, because they're both dead. And this is strictly hypothetical. Hypothetical. Oh, okay, that's good. Good. I, I, I wouldn't want it to be anything more than hypothetical at this point. Um, I think Walter Cronkite by a whisker. Uh, Paul Harvey, if he wrestles like he speaks, he would just be a little deliberate, a little stilted, and I think Cronkite's reflexes. I think he would take advantage of that and just have. Uh, Harvey down on the ground and hogtied and chin deep in mud within three minutes flat. Right, well, I think the good thing about this is that you're wrong. It would be Paul Harvey. Oh. <laughs> I researched these guys. Paul Harvey was six, he was six two. Wow, which is Paul taller. Harvey was six two, he was six foot two, and he was in the Navy. He enlisted oh. after World War. He went to go cover Pearl Harbor, and then he's mm-hmm. like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna enlist." He was in the Air Force, I think, for a while, but um. I think it'd still be kind of close, right? Because, you know, they both kind of grew up in rural America. And I kind of like Paul Harvey. So then my next question, what are you, do you know? Is that, Paul, the, is that the end of the story? Yeah, you guys can't contribute anymore. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, Good damn day. it, Barry, you a-hole. <laughs> you stole your thunder. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'll just say that I, I look at Walter Cronkite in his prime, and I think, like, beneath that cool exterior, he's like, a fucking maniac. Like he can't, yeah. he, he's got to be so calm on the air and tell the news. I just think off the air, he probably just fucking exploded like that dude on network. Remember that movie network? You think he was like a three or four martini guy? Yeah. Just smoking like and a People would come up and... to be like, hey, Walter, really like the news. Shut the fuck up. Do you know who I am? Yeah. Bill O'Reilly mode. Yes. <laughs> we're, oh, we're doing it live. <laughs> Joe, it's the rest of the story, I think. is I said end of the story. I totally fucked it up. So you can say it, even though I just said it. Well, you still yeah. – Joe, I'm if you think ahead, you have the perfect the ending for the episode. <laughs> so my question to you, Brian, was going to be, do you remember Paul Harvey's catchphrase? And it's not end of the story. God, would you shut up, Barry? <laughs> I'm interviewing our guest. <laughs> You know, my grandparents listen to it every day. I caught it on the radio, and, you know, that's the rest of the story. That's right. Good day. Yeah. You know. Right. He never, I handed it to him. He never would have got it. He can't even remember who I am or what my name is. He I, would totally I, get this next one. Us? Walter Cronkite, what was his catchphrase? 
Oh, and that's the way it was. Or that's the way it, let's see, damn it. Uh, and that's the, uh, damn it. <laughs> you're so close. You're so close. Uh, it's, that's, and that's the way it was. June something rather, 1980. He would wrap it up with the uh, date, too, I believe. It was just kind of a summarization of that's the way it was or that's the way it is. My that's the way it person. is. You got it. Yes. Oh, man. So that brings up another question. What's your catchphrase? As a, yeah, as a follow-up. Was it your follow-up? Thanks, Barry. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That was Andy. I'm, no, I'm, that's okay, I'm Larry. Andy. Yeah. Do you have My a, catchphrase. Do you have a catchphrase? Well, it would probably just simply be, I'm out of here. I've got a great one for you. Okay. That's the news and that's no bull. Oh, ah, nice. oh that, that writes itself. How did I not come up with that one? Yeah, you're not very good. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to us when you break 20 Merle Awards. That's, that's so so that brings me to a question. What famous phrase was uttered to Dan Rather when he was on the street by a nutcase? Oh, I know this one. Oh. What's the frequency, Kenneth? Yep. There. In fact, R.E.M. got uh, Dan Rather to do background vocals for them, I think, within the year after that incident. Wow. I'm sure there's video of it somewhere if you look hard enough. But, yeah, uh, Dan's just in the back, just kind of mouthing along, you know, kind of kind of shattering, kind of um, sing-speaking the bit. You know, he's not, he's not obviously a rock musician, but I thought it was kind of cool they brought him on to do that bit. All right, so before we continue, and I don't want Dave to just sit there sad and lonely— Dave's got something that he wants to ask Barry. Yeah, well, since, Barry, last time I was here, uh, you told me to go to hell, and you said that I suck, <laughs> and you came in third in a, a trivia contest Are you ready to go me. again? You think you're better than me? Well, you had said that if it were 70s Prague trivia, Let's go. you would... Let's go. Nah, just, just shut up a second, would you? <laughs> you said 70 Prague, 70s Prague trivia, you'd do pretty well, and I... And I'm gonna I'm gonna prop you up here, okay? All right. These are all seventy prog seventies prog trivia questions I that I knew the answer to really? before. Okay. Okay, I didn't look them up or anything. And Dave, I would like if he's right, give me a nod. And if he's wrong, shake your head and we'll get we'll get some sound effects in. Okay. Uh, we'll start with the easy one. Uh, who did the cover art for most of the yes album covers? I don't know his name. <laughs> that was okay. quick. I don't I know the guy's know. name. Brian knows. Roger Dean. Well, Brian, Brian was going to oh, answer. Yeah. Sorry, Brian. Sorry, we'll give Brian you know a chance too. Okay, um, let's see. Next easy one. Uh, what suck, is the Dave. name of the first lead singer of Marillion? Fish. And bonus question: What is his real name? Fuck. Fish. Ass. Fish Johnson. <laughs> Derek Dick. <laughs> Okay. I was close. Uh, you were. You were. Okay, who was the first guitarist for Genesis? Well, there was two. Uh, Anthony Phillips. Okay, very good. Wait, wait. Oh, sorry, Andy. Whoop, whoop. Okay. <laughs> and who was the, uh, let's see, who was the first guitarist for Yes? Oh, man. I don't know that dude's name. I know it wasn't Steve Howe. There was another guy before him. Peter Banks. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, hopefully you can come up with this one. <laughs> Uh, this is where we're going. This one's a little bit more difficult. What what former touring member of Talking Heads oh, later joined King Crimson? Wow. Oh, Brian. Damn. Any guess? Uh, was he the dude who also helped form Tom Tom Club? No, not was Tony Levin in Talking Heads. Tony Levin was not in Talking Heads. However, you want to buzz him. Adrian Ballou Adrian, was. See, who's from ah, Cincinnati. That's right. Okay. Whoop, whoop. Um, right. One, more, oh, one more King Crimson question, then one after that, and then I'm going to say that you suck. You suck, Dave. Okay. This is a hard one. This is a really hard one. <laughs> what, this game. What, form, what founding member of King Crimson later became a founding member of Foreigner? I had no idea there was two dudes that were this in the same... Uh huh. Yeah. Most what? people don't. That's a hard one. That's a really hard one. I think, isn't it Ian McDonald? Andy, very good. good. Give me yourself Woo. a ding, ding, ding. Hey, Google whoop, that. Whoop. <laughs> okay. And the last question is what is the wing velocity of a swallow? Uh, 
Come on, dude. Oh, come this on. This is the one you can actually get right. One. one of you guys should know the answer to this. Uh, Brian's got to know. I've got this. I don't know. Brian? Yeah, Brian will know this. The carrying capacity of a European swallow or an African swallow? I don't know that. Ah! <laughs> Very good. So uh, I think that was um, Brian won and Gary won. That's not, uh, we'll, have to do it again. we'll have to do it again another time and break the tie. Um, I would just like to say you suck. <laughs> in, in Gary's defense. Good job, Dave. Dave has retribution. <laughs> I hope. Sweet relief. I bought lottery tickets for everybody that's here today. Sorry, Brian. Brian, we are going to. I hope hope yours loses, Dave. We are going to break for our commercial. (laughs) And when we come back from our commercial, we'll we'll let you know. Not another family board game night. They are so boring. From Parker Brothers, the makers of such great classic board games like Risk and Clue and Monopoly comes the latest hit board game. Blindsided the board game. Play as one of the blindsided guys. Scott, Barry, Joe, or Andrew. That's right. Play as one of the blindsided boys and get a special game piece. Pick Scott and you'll get a tent. Barry a gin glass. Andrew a black heart. Or Joe a saint's hat. Oh man, I got Barry. This sucks. <laughs> That's right, folks. Blindsided the board game, where you'll get to live the exciting life of one of the blindsided guys and see how exciting it is to be on a podcast. And you'll learn about the blindsided guys while you do it. Pick which situation finally gets Joe to lose his sainthood. Joe just ran over a dog, Joe just murdered someone. Joe just embezzled a million dollars from his company. Or, Joe's been leading two lives. Trick question. Joe can do any of those things with no consequences. Oh, I landed on the Scott space. That means I gotta go somewhere and do something and, you know, miss all that amazing, awesome, terrific fun. Name Barry's famous catchphrase. I love gin. I don't know anything about that. What? Or, whoop, whoop. <laughs> oh, I landed on the Andrew space. Cool. That means I can just throw the board game in the air because I don't really like the way things are going. Whoa, I got a MAGA card. I get to go ahead of everybody because I shouldn't have to wait ever. <laughs> Act now and get a preloaded smell jar for free. Open the smell jar. That's right, folks. Blinds out of the game because we need even more ways to make money. All right, we're back. Wow, uh, that was that was a commercial for Blindsided, the board game. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Do we lose you, Brian? Say what? <laughs> hey, that's my job. Hey, what? Sorry, I was working on Wordle, huh? Wait, wait. Were you working on a Curdle? I wasn't listening. Wordle. Oh. I wasn't listening. Or Hurdle, or whatever they call it these days. It's my catchphrase. What? <laughs> what? All right. What else do we got for Brian? Uh, do we have any more Brian specific questions or we just want to get into some general commentary? No, I have a couple Brian things Good. here. Um, so Brian Bull, last name's Bull. So I decided to have fun facts about bulls. Nice. <laughs> Good. Excellent. Brian, do you know how many, since your last name's Bull, how many bulls there are estimated in the world? In the world? The world. Uh, do I count? Yes. Like actual bulls, Brian. Actual bulls. Okay. Bovines. Um, I'm going to guess off the top of my head, since we're still kind of largely an agrarian-based society everywhere, um, I'm going to guesstimate 3.5 billion bulls. Holy jeez. Less. Yeah. You know what? I might get Scott a chance to answer this, too, because you know he was raised on a cattle farm. Fewer is the word I'm going to say $60 million. Okay. Anybody else like to guess? Uh, I'm going to say 60.5 million. Oh, oh, I see what we're doing here. 60 million and one. Uh, uh, I'll say 50 million. <laughs> you realize you went below. Yeah. No, it's 750 million. Holy crap. Wow. There's an estimated oh. 1.5 1. billion cattle in the world, and they estimate half of them are male. So it's 750 million. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So bull would be an intact male. 
So you're counting all males. Okay, Farmer oh, Scott. God. <laughs> so Save it for your blindsided strong. plus <laughs> podcast, Scott, about bovine. You know what, you guys? I don't want to talk about bulls anymore. (laughs) All you do is put rubber bands around them. Let them fall off. There's there's a few methods, yeah. Yes. That's one of them. Scott, if you don't know this next one, then you didn't grow up on a cattle farm. Okay. What degree of field of vision does a cow have? Oh. Are we going to let Brian have a chance first? Yeah, Brian, go ahead. Not your your field of vision. vision. Yeah. Not Brian Bull. I, I was going to say, I need to run down and get my eyeglass prescription. No, uh, an, uh, an average cow, I want to say they got eyes on either side of their head. They don't have them right in front of the line like a human. So I'm going to guess 240 degrees. Higher or lower, guys, what do you think? I'm going to say that's pretty close. I'm going to say lower. 330 degrees. Whoa. Oh, you know what? That would That's drive almost me like insane. An owl. <laughs> drive I want to see less. Yeah, yeah, but you could see all of your your enemies coming, and that would come in handy for you. Oh, yeah. I'm prepared. No it matter, would. even if it's four degrees, I can see. Uh, <laughs> then a couple other facts here: um, cows are responsible, or cattle, I guess. So I guess bulls are responsible for half of this. Uh, they're responsible for fourteen and a half percent of greenhouse gas emissions. Cows kill way more people than sharks every year. Three times. That is is that because people try and tip them over? Which is a myth. You can't tip over a cow. Uh, I beg to differ. I'm th- gonna, no, I'm going to listen to the guy from Cincinnati on this one. Well, yeah. they have 330-degree vision. So right, it's true. How would you sneak up on them? Very hard to get up, jump on. And I would hate to be pinned under a cow, by the way. Oh. Those those brutes are, what, about 800 pounds on average? Yep. I can, st- I can still choke one out, though. Nope. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That is your second match, Joe. And after, then the other one, it, it is specific to bulls. It's bullfighting. And you know how the bullfighters use those red capes? A lot of people think, oh, the red makes them angry. It's actually they're colorblind. They're red-green colorblind. It's the action. It's the movement of the bullfighter that. that makes them angry. I knew that one. Yeah. I think I wrote that, It doesn't yeah. matter what color the cape is? does not matter what color the cape is. It's just they pretty. keep it red because when the people get bloody, you can't tell. Yeah. I thought it was just because it's prettier. Anyways, that may be. Uh, and then the last one is, uh, Brian, have you ever eaten uh, Rocky Mountain oysters? Oh. No, I can't say that I have, and I can't say that it appeals. No. Once no. Again, Scott, Scott, have you? I, I, I never have, no. Really? Yes, you have, Scott. No, no desire. You can't live on a farm and not have You had. never just popped one in your we, mouth we after you castrated this. them like no, we, we tossed them to candy? The, we huh? tossed them to the dogs. That's right. You tossed them oh, to yeah. the dogs. That's why they had nice shiny coats. Yeah. They did. That's right. yeah. They had nice. We've covered that. They have festivals. I think uh, Rocky Mountain Oyster Festival somewhere in Colorado, I want to say. They have one Where in the town. Gather. Yeah. There's one in Olean, yeah. Missouri. Yeah. I thought it was Eureka. No, Olean. I'm about to go back to the blindside ar- archives. Blindside. We'll, we'll have broadside our broadside archives. It. Tatum. Wait, I got I got about 10 more minutes on, on bull testicles if you guys want to. Of course you do. Keep it going. Of course you do. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. That's all I had, Brian. <laughs> oh, rats. Anybody else? I don't want to take up all the time. Scott's looking something up. Well, the testicle festival. Oh, it was March 12th, 2022. <gasps> March 12th. That's at my house. Does everyone have a ball? They Come on a commercial. Do a commercial on the spot for bull testicles. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine they're high in protein or something, right? Does it? I would imagine so. <laughs> we, we have the testicle festival over at my house every fall. It's called. It, we, it's, we also call it the genital reveal party. <laughs> What's that? How what, much during, alcohol's involved? With I was going to say, is that like during trick or treat or something? <laughs> That's a good idea. All right, Barry. Yeah. Do you are you going to have? Does our intern have anything today? Yeah, he quit, by the way, and he, he, and he wrote a note when he quit. Okay. So I'm going to read it to everybody. Cause which, which intern is this? Tatum? Yeah. We just hired? Tater, as we called him. Yeah. Okay. So he says, uh, he's done answering mail, and you can all go get fucked until we're all done with the political correctness on the show. He says the statues on the bridge downtown will, from this day forward, be referred to as the Indians of Traffic. He says his kids' field trip permissions will be signed by a parent or legal Indian, and his new favorite movie is Indians of the Galaxy. And, and, and you can all go get fucked. Wow. 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 He wants to know if one of you guys will be his reference. <laughs> well, the problem is he stormed out of here, and he got hit by a car. 
You go through more interns than Spinal Tap goes through drummers. We really liked him. So I, I guess Andy's cars I guess Tatum didn't have time to do anything else. <laughs> God damn it, Tatum. Tatum had a week and a half. Tatum. Okay. So I have something. It could be a game if we can get it going. And we could go uh, clockwise. And Brian, you would go right after me if we do this game. Uh, so the like a week ago, I was away. And apparently while I was away, our neighbor decided to put a beehive in his yard, but chose to put it on the corner right next to our property. <clears throat> so Adrian took a picture and sent it to me, and I had done some research and blah, blah, blah. It's gone now. Anyways. Dude, you could so, add free honey. So you know so – I, I didn't have a problem with it. It's just the location of it. Um, so you know those books, if you give a mouse uh, whatever. Cookie. Cookie. Yeah. I thought Dildo. if we could start with this and see if we can go at least all the way around. Where are you today, Barry? I wasn't listening. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> um, anyways, if you give a yard a beehive, Brian, then. I got a question. <sighs> what? <laughs> Should we let Joe go with, answer the question first, or do you want me to answer, answer, ask my question? Go ask your question. <laughs> Did did they move the beehive or did they get rid of it? Uh, it's gone, gone from that spot into it's another gone. spot. No, it's or gone, gone, gone. It's okay. gone, and it was before I even had to say or do anything with it. I think, I think uh, maybe somebody else said something to him like, "You know, those are illegal in our development." Oh, because um, they are. They're illegal in our development. What is the appeal of having a beehive in your backyard? Uh, I think you know, if you want to do, you know, make your own honey or get your own honey, it's fine. There's a lot of people who do it around here, yeah. but it just okay. the location was the 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 irritant with me. It was like you could have put it anywhere else. You didn't think the neighbors were out to watch you guys get stung or I think that there may have been some of that. I don't think they like us too much, so imagine that. Yeah. I well, it might have something to do with in the summer. I fill up a kiddie pool and I blast tunes and I get in my bathing suit and I just <laughs> I just lie in the kiddie pool and drink beer all day. That's classy. <laughs> and they'll come out and they'll shake their head and I'll be like, hey, neighbor, what's up? So, anyways, let's see if we can go one circle with this. So if you give a yard a beehive, then Brian? The beehive will want a tree to hang out in. If you give... What was it? A tree to hang out ah, in. Ah, if you give a tree to hang out in, then. Oh, well, don't you have to say something? You got to say Probably. something. You got to you got to yeah. add to it. <laughs> I haven't I haven't read these books in like eight, sixteen years. Uh, no pressure, but this is your audition you, for our permanent guest hosting. Great. If you give, <laughs> you're a like the David. Tree, he's the David Niven of, bot, of Blindside. If you give, Sorry, I forgot already. If, if you give a yard a beehive, then the beehive needs to hang in a tree. If you hanging in a tree, then uh, then you'll need to give the tree a hammock. All right, and if you give nice. the tree a hammock, the hammock's going to want a an ass to sit in it. Well, and if you give the hammock an ass to sit in it, that ass is going to need some cover, like a bikini bottom. Ooh, and if <laughs> and if there's a bikini bottom on the ass, here we go. Then hopefully it gets stung by the bees in the beehive. But if you're watching that ass get stung, then you're going to give yourself a kiddie pool to hang in with, with tunes playing and some beer to drink. All right. Full circle. Full circle. Circle of life. Joe, you were just horrified oh, yeah. and disappointed in my answer. No, it, it's a theme tonight. You've got a very angry, got a very angry tone about you. Yeah. Did you have a bad week? You attacked our, uh, our you, honored, esteemed guest, Bar listen, Brian Bull. Brian, are you ready for a new segment? It's called... What's wrong with Barry? <laughs> so lay it on. Brian has forgotten my name every time I've met him personally. Okay, I'm coming after you, Brian. This Brian, seems to be a theme with yeah, Jerry. it seems to be a personal. theme that I'm people really don't remember Gary's name. I mean, <laughs> Larry. <laughs> I do enjoy it when when Brian calls it something sided. Are you sure it's not just? I wasn't listening. <laughs> what else? So, uh, so that's your big beef today. Well, the thing is. Brian, unfortunately, when people forget my name, uh, I have to engage. Here it comes. <laughs> Get ready for it, Brian. It, this is this. I don't listen. This is just the rules of the podcast. I, I when, love Margaret. When somebody forgets my name, I have to engage their wife in hand-to-hand -hand combat. 
Wow. I know. It, I'm sorry in advance, but that, those are the rules. Which comes to the question, who would win in a fight, Barry or Margaret? I, my money's on Margaret. Definitely. I, Margaret. Margaret. I must prove my physical mastery over Margaret. How'd that go with Janine? <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. And I am offering to take them both on at the same time. Oh, do you want like a ticket? Like a like a ticket that night? Like Barry versus so-and-so, and then like Barry's remains versus so-and-so. <laughs> <laughs> They'll throw, we'll throw, the, uh, throw his ashes at them and their eyes will get all stingy and they'll be like, oh, no. I feel bad hitting this hump of skin and bones laying there. <laughs> Margaret is a uh, regular camper of scouts. I, I think that she would um, overpower anyone who, who took her on. So you have been forewarned. I'll take my chances. I'm sure. All right. I know you will. All right. So it's been nice knowing you. <laughs> So I've got some future topics that we're going to be discussing. I want everybody to think about them. Okay. Um, one is I thought we need a blindsided glossary of words so that people at home who are just joining in can have some backstory because we use some words sometimes that people may not know. Like, for example, I'll, I'll often refer to like your wives just by their name without saying who they are. Mm-hmm. So we should say like Karen, that's right. Joe's wife. Yep. How lucky she is. Exclamation point. <laughs> or gin, the thing that keeps Barry alive and angry. Yeah. yeah. Like things like that. And then, of course, I do want to uh, introduce a new segment, hopefully, called Blindsided Plus, in which Scott will get five minutes to talk about what Scott likes, <laughs> which leads us to our, our segment now that Scott's back in here. Oh, wait, I never got to my rant, goddammit. Wow. David's here. Davey's here um, because. Leading up to this week, everyone told me they couldn't make it except for Barry. It's true. And when I thought about just Barry and I doing it, I imagined it would be like me talking a lot, like I do, and then Barry going. I wasn't listening. (laughs) What? (laughs) Whoop, whoop. (laughs) And that, that would be the extent of it. And maybe his phone would drop every once in a while. That's about half a podcast out there, by the way. And then I'm glad that everybody made it, but Joe had some conflicts and he was like on the fence and then scott was like i'm going camping big surprise and then uh and so i i asked dave i said dave can you can you pinch hit and he was like absolutely and he's gonna leave work early unless his boss is listening and he made up an excuse then uh dave just uh happened to be here i don't know dave's not here man um (laughs) and then they all showed up and i was like well i'm not gonna tell dave not to come that's mean and rude, and I'm I'm not known for being mean or rude, so uh, so now everybody's here, you know. But we made it work, right? So your rant is that everybody's here. I'm glad everybody's here, but I feel bad for Dave because, uh, you know, we had to share a microphone and a headphone, and and you know my rule about five people in the room, you know. Yeah, I, I had offered to he, to, uh, he to bow out graciously offered, and I would not have it. Everybody knows four of a kind beats a full house. Correct. So I was going to leave, but but I wanted. I appreciate your kindness. I wanted to hear the seventy frog battle. That was worth the price of admission. Oh yes, I wanted to see Barry beat down musically from the master of music. It ended up in a tie, so So you can go get your 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 job is to come up with some prog rock questions for Dave in the future. Sounds good. All right, but it's got to be seventies. 70s. Okay. And that segment will be called Gary's Questions. Okay. (laughs) I like it. But now here's a returning segment we really all love. Calling Dr. Scott. Calling Dr. Scott. (laughs) Okay, Brian, this is the segment we've been doing called Ask Dr. Scott. Do you have a medical question for Dr. Scott? If my child grows another foot... Will that make buying shoes hard? Is he getting a foot taller or is he getting a third foot? Third foot. Yeah, that's definitely going to probably. <laughs> Damn. Good to know. Wow. What we what really should have done is anybody have an, an alternative answer? And he's a really tall guy. I do. Yeah. By, uh, by three pair. No, but, by, yeah, by three pair and you get um, four and a half. Wait a minute. My math Scott, if he grew another foot, what would happen? And he's a really tall guy. Oh, God. Six shoes. Yes. My three pair, you get two. 
You got the kid covered twice. That was really bad math. That was bad math. That was really bad math. Um, <laughs> I would tell you to call an Uber myself. A Schuber. Obviously. A Schuber, a Huber. I like that, Dave. Somebody's been paying attention. Well, Very, what? Hey, you don't get to this stat, stature, stature without paying yeah, attention. Right. I got a confession to make. I left the smell jar on the counter for some reason. I had a good one. and uh, But I did recover. Christian, who uh, won his fight. Let's all give him a little round of applause. <laughs> Last weekend. Um, good job, Christian. was gracious enough to help me find a, a smell replacement. He had a, We had a film full of liquids first, so that's your hint to get this smell. Uh, so, Brian, what do you think? Would you like to join us for this segment of What's That Smell? Okay, but I, I don't see how I'll... Oh. Special same-hour delivery for Brian Bull. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's me. Uh, a sign here. Uh, interesting package. What's that smell? Exactly. Thanks. <laughs> oh, wow. You, you guys are good. Let me just pop this open and unscrew this jar and... Oh, wow. All right, Brian, so you've got the jar unscrewed, but uh, everybody here has to take a, a whiff. Um, so I'll start with Dave, and we'll go around, and when we're done, we'll all take our guesses. I like that. Dave's had that smell before. Yeah, but I, Nate, I bet you he's even had it in his mouth. <laughs> like you haven't. <laughs> As I had my nose halfway in it. <laughs> Very sharp. It uh, shoots right up the nostrils. But I like it, too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, be liberal with people's answers too, because you know, <laughs> look at the look again, on Barry's face. This it makes for great awesome. podcasting when it's just yeah. total silence where everybody's sniffing stuff. <laughs> well, I'm a little upset. I had an ask Dr. Scott something, and we just Sa- it. save it for the next time. Okay, I have no freaking. It was clue actually what that is. on my list of things to talk about today. Though. Was it? Yeah. Uh, sorry. I, I thought at first it was like a. A chemical smell, like turpentine, but then it has kind of more of an organic kind of thing to it. So we'll see. What what does everybody think? Um, we'll go around. Like I got vinegar at first, but then like dill the second. Uh, I was thinking it smelled mayonnaise ish. Hmm. Uh, anybody else? Pickle relish. Okay. Definitely a condiment. I'm going to go with jalapeno onions. Brian, uh, I hopefully you didn't look in your jar. What do you think? I think it is something almost like a kimchi or a salsa. Close. There's more than one vegetable or fruit in it. It's, it's mixed down and broken down, and it's got kind of a pickly, sharp tang to it. Wow. Your specificity is amazing. High specificity. All right. Well, hold on. Let me give out my, my tipsy story time translator. <laughs> I love that, by the way. That was great. Yeah. So what we have inside there is Texas hot sauce. Mm. Texas ah. Pete. Texas Pete. I think it's Texas Pete. Yep. Yep. Mm. So. Is that like cayenne pepper? Oh, I was right. <laughs> All right. So any parting words from everybody? Dave, I'll start with you. I really enjoyed being here, and thank you for inviting me in and cramping this room. Well, that's wonderful, and we'll we'll get together afterwards and rate your performance, and we have a whole metric scale we use, and we have charts and pivot tables and all sorts of things that help us decide you know, whether we want you back. Joe? Uh, my only question is for Brian. Brian, are you working on any sort of like interesting side hobbies, stories that we should be listening for on NPR coming up or anything? I am trying to get a story on about a wood processing plant here in Eugene, Oregon that has a very troubled environmental history and people are complaining about it. Ooh, this sounds like a Julia so, Roberts kind of movie here in a few years. It has a very Aaron Brockovich tinge mm, to it. I don't I think like there's going to gonna be a Julie movie Roberts. named Brian Ball anytime soon. <laughs> wood dust is incredibly dangerous to breathe in, especially certain kinds of wood like western red cedar. It's carcinogenic. Barry knows all about wood. I do. Which brings me to the new segment we'll have soon is Barry's Barry wood. loves wood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like breathing it in, though. Or he doesn't like bringing it, breathing I, it in. I don't like sniffing anybody's wood. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to put it right in. No sniffing. Just grab it. Scott? Well, we didn't get to it today, but I've got a plug for the uh, 
Blindsided Plus. So good. Next time. Next time. I'm glad. Just like, like and subscribe. So I can cross that off my list. Next time you, you show got that up. taken care of. Oh yeah. Okay, great. It's just a. It's an incredible show. Barry, uh, that was our homework, by the way, Joe. I did my homework. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, I got a question. Right here. In the intro, Andy said Oregon. So how do people say it that live there? It is more commonly pronounced Oregon here. It's a Midwestern thing, you, Oregon. You, you suck, Andy. Uh, sorry. The, uh, East, East, I'm from the Oregon. East Coast. I'm from the East Coast, and we pronounce it Oregon. That is true. You said Oregon. No, I didn't. It sounds classier, <laughs> Let's though. Let's play it, it back. Let's. Look, we have to go to the tape. No, you're wrong. <laughs> you have to listen. You're wrong. Yeah. And you know what? Christian, edit that for me. You've got both versions now. Because it'll drive <laughs> Barry <laughs> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he goes I was back listening and to something the other day. It was like from the fifties, and they called protein protean. Yeah, yeah. It's English. Yeah, stuck English. With protean. They say that in English. Yeah. Oh, baby, give me your protean. <laughs> it, I know it drives people nuts from that are from uh, Nevada when you say Nevada, and I, I assume it's similar. Oh for, yeah, yeah. I assume it's similar for Oregon. Yeah, people are pretty cool about it though. They don't let it rankle them too much. That's well, good. high all the time, right? Yeah, obviously. Well, I just want to say, don't you mean Ohio? If you <laughs> if you've made it all the way through this podcast, you have just been subliminally taken over by the lizard people because we have been playing a signal in the background the whole time um, to get you ready to be feasted upon and and ripened and ready to be eaten. Um, so I'm just going to sign off with this, and then I'm going to give Brian the last word. Brian, whoop whoop. Well. <laughs> I'm going to finish uh, brushing the barbecue sauce out of my cats, but I really enjoyed being here on Blindfolded, and it's a great podcast you guys have going on. And uh, I'm sorry if I uh, offended Jerry at the beginning by getting his name wrong, but no hard feelings. Uh, it's an outstanding show, and maybe someday you'll hopefully have me on again. Uh, very quickly, uh, strangest interaction I ever had with a listener was someone, speaking of conspiracy theories, I had a listener who was angry that I did a feature about Bigfoot. She said she she's a college professor who said she was listening to it in her car and her kids believe that Bigfoot may actually be a real thing. So it was up to me to do another follow-up segment and prove that Bigfoot did not exist, which is kind of weird because I was being asked to disprove something that had not been scientifically proven yet. So... I never heard from that person again, and I'm okay with that. I kind of agree with her. Of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. All right, Brian, you know we love you. We're really glad to have you on. You know what you could do? Rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> uh, listen to us on whatever your favorite podcast platform is. Uh, email us at getblindsidedpod at gmail.com. If you ever want to do a hard-hitting segment about the blindsided guys, we do run a money laundering operation on the side, and we all oh, I've got dirt on you. Don't people. worry. So, uh, I mean, I'm just putting it out there. My name is yep, Gary. Yep, yep. Script's halfway drafted through. So, yeah, just just get your attorneys handy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll say hi to the family, and uh, we're out till next week. We'll do so. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. It's been great. Hey, buddy. Later, Brian. Bye. 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 Bye.